1: Welcome, welcome, welcome. Good evening. Good evening, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us right back here on Marvelous Monday. And let me tell you, it is a marvelous Monday because I feel like I have been absent for a very, very long time, Dr. Hagney, and so I am so happy to be right back here. Ms. Rihanna is not on with us right now, so I'm opening up for us tonight and uh, it is an exciting time to be right back here on Marvelous Monday because I have really, really missed being here, and I am ready to get going. There's so much going on all across the nation. So we're going to start out with Dr. Hagney. Of course, he's, I can see he's raring to go and all of that. So uh,
2: let's first,
1: Dr. Hagney, see who all is on with us. Let's make sure all the team is in place before we get going, because we're going to have an amazing show on tonight. So let's do roll call first. I know Dr. Hagney is here, and thank you for being here, Dr. Hagney. What about you, Dr. Odell Carr?
3: I'm here. Good evening.
1: All right. Good evening. Great to have Dr. Carr on, uh, as usual. And so what about our fraternity brother, Mr. Arthur uh, Fleming? Mr. Arthur, are you there? It's late, and so I don't know well, if uh if- Dr. Cooper uh, Good. Good. is going to be on with us. Pastor Cooper, are you there? Okay, well I'm here, and so uh, so we're going to start with you, uh, Doctor Hagney. We're going to let you please, please, please bring us up to date on everything that's going on, uh, every single place, and uh, and then we'll be happy to hear the latest of everything. We have certainly missed you on marvelous monday, so I'm happy that you're front row center again. So I'm going to turn it over oh. to you and let you get started on uh telling up, bring us up to date on what's going on in the medical world, and then I'll jump back in and we'll get going with the show for the evening. Go right ahead, Dr. Hagney. Uh
4: praise God, it's a blessing to hear your voice. I can't wait to hear for you tell to tell me all your travels and all
1: your,
4: <laughs> your blessings. Well, uh, good evening. It, it is. You can tell everybody probably can tell I'm very excited. But not well. First, I'll of we'll start off with COVID. Um, as we know, COVID has not totally gone into place. I just want to mention that there are the new boosters is going to be possibly available. So we're in September, and also the question would be what will they cost? Uh, also, the question of how many people who have not had the other. Previous boosters, but my recommendation: con, uh, continue the precaution. Doc, I'm so impressed every time I go with your church.
2: <laughs> yes, <laughs> you, know, sir. you know your
4: policy at <laughs> that <to> church, <laughs> and yes, they're sir. very Thank consistent, you. very persistent, and so I'm, I'm I'm proud of them. Uh So we we have to continue to protect our seniors. You know the summer months when we have all the church revivals and all the family reunions, uh, all the celebration. That's still. Think about our seniors and protect our yes. seniors. And if we have to yes. make some sacrifices younger individuals do that. Because, as I said, COVID is still lurking out there. There are some reports of some increases, but they're waiting to see where these increases are. But the challenge would be, even with this new boost booster, it's, it's going to cost us some. But just get individuals to take the vaccine, take the vaccination again. It's going to be, it's going to be very interesting. But again, it's going to be, a, it's going to be through our church hubs to step forward right. and prove that we can do it and prove that the trust in America is in the black church and the black pastors. So we're going to be counting, and I have, told, I have very good confidence that the churches will step up again and be a major force in this, in this endeavor and also continue learn, learning from COVID, uh, what it costs and everything. So that's, that's all I have to say about COVID. The other one, as you know, you. We do all these, these prostate programs I think I talked right. someone. I want to know what's the status of the uh, PSA prostate test cancer. I think it's Bob, uh, Representative Bobby up in Illinois. I don't know the status of that bill. When reason why I mentioned that is right. uh, I think Senator Warren has mentioned there is something that was coming through she right. wanted to continue in protection for. Well, what that would mean so much to black males in the black community, where sure. cost is always a major factor. Uh, we, we can handle transportation, but if we get, if that I don't know what status that bill. If it, if that bill could get through where where the test would be free, that would be enormous right. uh benefit for us because we know the stats of black males versus white males, the death killed twice. So right. that's, that's my right. prayer is that, that PSA test is done. And I'm I'm why I'm, I'm so excited about the AKAs. <laughs> I'm w yeah. i know you're gonna take that later on.
2: I was gonna lead. rub that's it in bring I was gonna rub it. That's right.
4: Brothers, I was gonna brother did no know praise the Lord, and I was gonna say, yes. what are you guys? What are you brothers? What are you waiting for? And we wait for we wait to brother get here now <laughs> today. They we're, need we're to, to get they, you know that this 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 is so significant. People stop and think about yes. Uh, yes. Wall Street and, and think about <laughs> financing. Your what this means, right. this, this it, it, you can't explain what this really means, and all the young sisters, I have a niece I have. So I my family, I've yes, been calling texting right. So, well, again, I'll, I'll leave it there. I, I, I think it's all, that's all I'll talk about right now.
1: Right. Well, we, we're ecstatic about it, and, and, and we, we're going to go there after a bit and, uh, and and just really bring it all home. And then we're going to have a special guest, actually, that's going to be on our Thursday show. And then we're going to bring uh, the two ladies their former banker. Well, they still are bankers. That's also, uh, out of North, one's out of North Carolina and the other one is out of, uh, very close to us, uh, between, between where we are and then between where perhaps, uh, Dr., uh, Carr is. And that is she's in one city there in New Orleans and she's worked in banking for 30 plus years and is wow. working on putting a, online bank together first, uh, do some online, you know, digital banking has become very popular. We'll talk a little bit about mm-hmm. that uh, when we get down mm-hmm. into talking about <clears throat> the banking aspect. But, uh, but I, I got involved with that. I found out about that when I was in California on last week. So we're going to, we're going to cover a lot of things, but, but their, their primary uh, thing is to get uh, people of color more financially uh, secure so financial literacy really important and that's why our sorority really got involved. My my new uh, international president, for which I am honored to serve on her uh, administration, has been looking at financial literacy for a long time. And so when we had that ribbon cutting on Thursday, let me tell you what that was really. Uh, that was really some history in the making. Lots of history uh, this past week. So we're going to go to Dr. Carr and let him bring us up to date on what's going on in his world. And uh, and then I'll send a message out to uh, uh, Mr. Flemings to get him now on I'm in already here. here. And then I'm already- Oh, hey, Fred. <laughs> okay. Oh. That's right. well, we'll, go, we'll go to Dr. Carr and let him bring us up to date. And then we'll go to my friend and let him bring us up to date on what's going on with him. And then we have a special guest that's uh, hanging in the wings right now from that and I'll do an introduction of her uh, as after we finish doing our round robin and talk about what's going on in our world. So Dr. Carr what's going on out there in Arkansas with you?
5: Well I, uh,
3: I'm glad to be back. I've been away for a couple of sessions myself. Uh, in my yes. world uh, I have recently become uh, a new board member for the Arkansas Land and Community Development Corporation, located wow. out of Fargo, Arkansas, where wow. uh, Ms. Well, brown to yeah.
1: well, thank you very I much. I mean, let's, get, let's, yeah, let's give a round of applause. Can I hear everybody with a round of applause? For this, oh. it, that is yes,
3: oh, that's so kind then, of you. Well, are. it's
1: interesting. So it's, a, it's interesting. Tell us again what board that is now. Listen to this. That's
3: this the Arkansas is amazing. Arkansas Land and Community Development Corporation, and this wow. uh, this initiative uh, started in 1904. Uh, Floyd Brown of uh, come out of Mississippi through a Tuskegee Institute wanted to come wow. back to the South and back to the uh, area of uh, the Delta. To bring on board a training school for it was the booker t washington ideology i believe and so i'm really excited to be associated with this group and i had my first orientation and board training on this past uh thursday so i'll be sharing more about that as time goes forward but again i think it's another uh agency another opportunity another way to uh bring our coalition closer together and i'm really excited about the guests who are coming on tonight to hear, you know, what they bring to the table. So I'm just, uh, I'm back uh, for the long run, glad to be here, and I've missed the uh, fellowship. (laughs) Very good, that's outstanding.
1: That's all right. That's that's big stuff. Well, let me tell you what, our special yes. guest is gonna tie tie right in. We're gonna we're gonna have the bankers not come tonight. The bankers will come next Monday and then they'll be on okay. our Thursday show. But we're gonna but this special guest that I have coming in tonight is gonna tie in real good with this land board So go ahead, Mr. Oh, Arthur, good. what's going on in your world? Bring us up to date
6: First of all, I want to say how, how's everybody doing? You know we haven't been together in a while. Did y'all did y'all okay. say a, prayer? a minute? Did y'all say a prayer before we start this meeting?
1: <laughs> well, hey, we, we always have to stay prayed up, right? right. <laughs> we have to stay up at all
6: times. Well, first of all, first of all, I just want y'all to know that I'm so blessed that even my mess is blessed. Bless, so, blessed you
1: blessed by the best, right? you
6: all yeah. blessed by the best. right? Get my, get get. Get my mess. So that's how good it is. Right okay. Uh, okay. 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 We, we just got the push. You know, Fred Hanks got uh You know, he got appointed to, uh, uh, uh you know, Jesse Jackson's uh, Rainbow Push
1: position. Yeah, well, right, we, we, and that that's on our agenda. So we're gonna. I know that's in yeah. your area, but we're gonna hold tight on that right now until we get to that. Okay. So what else is going yeah. on in your world?
6: Well, well, when I just got off of a of a Zoom call with uh, with another organization uh, this year in Texas. Uh, it's going to be assisting, uh, uh, sits with a 2.0, uh, Freedom there Ride 2.0. So I'm, uh, I'm, right. I'm going to be, for uh, be your best, talk to you guys about that a little bit later on. Uh, okay. Hey, it's a lot of fun in America. <laughs> uh, and, you know, so we just, you know, just pick your fight and go ahead and start fighting. But we're going to there organize go. it. We're going to organize I just got to looking at the Lounge County, the Lounge County movie, you know, with Stopey Carmichael. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay people oh, look at that! I mean that's I mean that's deep. And if you want to look and see where where we are, because it's about you know sharecroft and so forth and what they did. They they I mean eighty percent the county, twenty percent white, and they were dominated up until Stokely came down and created the the Panther Party, not the you know the, the black Panthers from that, but they thought the Panther Party, and they and they and they got they got sheriffs and everything else. So they just tell you. Uh, we got look at we got more tools in Lyons County ever had so I'm so folks should feel good about that as far as going to this fight. Hey, we got the tools, we got the we've got everything we need. Let's just do it.
1: Very good. So, Mr. Arthur, uh, talk a little bit more about the um, the 2.0 tour, and obviously, we want to be totally involved in that tour uh, here in East Texas. Uh, can you give us just a little bit more of what, when you want to look uh, at trying to get that uh, started, and when we can get well, down here to East Texas to involve all of the constituents well, to make so, that tour all around East Texas? Go ahead. Okay,
6: well, on a basic level, uh, okay. First of all, it's not a tour; it's a program. Uh, but I'm talking, about,
1: I'm talking about the bus tour. I'm talking about the
6: bus. Yeah, tour. Yeah, yeah, that be I know that be, be part. That's of, all part basically. of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yes, all part of it, but that's not. You know, not the big spot. Big spot being able to educate our kids during the summer. But basically, conceptually, what we're talking about is organize, going through South and organizing an African-American votes in particular. Yeah, yeah, other votes, uh, we're going to race other people too, but but, but we focus it on the African-American vote throughout the South. And basically what we want to do is develop that vote independent of the Democratic and Republican parties so we can aim at both of them. And once we do that and create that uh, political structure, then we then we'll be able to do some economic things, and, uh, and we'll be able to create scale economically within our community. I mean, we have a two trade in our economy, so we'll be able to create scale and some other things once we get control of our political uh, power. And that's what Stoker was talking about in that uh, uh, Alliance County. So we're going to do the we're going to do the economic part this time. You know, uh, okay. our, the previous the movement, they left out the economic piece. And so the economic piece should be up front in this movement. So that's what uh, the two-point program should be doing.
1: Right. And I know that there's a lot of pieces to it. Uh, I'm totally interested in all pieces, but I'm really uh, interested in getting people uh, educated, getting them on the buses, and touring throughout East Texas and putting that and disseminating that knowledge, not only just in Tyler, Texas, but Longview, Marshall, Nacogdoches, uh, Beaumont, even all back down in deep East Texas in the rural areas where people don't see uh, very many people coming into the area. I remember when I was running for Congress and all of those, what, what our ancestors used to call them, pig trails, All of those areas Mm. where they're barely streets, you know what I'm saying? That you all, there's people that live in all those nicks and crannies, so we gotta let them know that their votes are just as important as the votes in Dallas, Fort Worth, Houston, San Antonio, Tyler, Longview, and Marshall, all of those larger places that their vote is just as important. And the way that we can get that information out there is that we get on these buses and go into these areas, and that's what I'd like to see happen. So very and good. Thank you, gentlemen, for bringing – go ahead, Mr. Arthur.
6: So yes, we're going to and, and do it strategically with, with military precision. So, and you, you know, you're in goes. the military, so you know how we Yeah, yeah. that's exactly right.
1: Thank you for bringing that forth. I I really appreciate that. I'm excited about that and look forward to it. So, guys, let me just tell you that we have a very, very dear and special guest on with us tonight uh, who actually happens to be a registered nurse. But also she has another skill, and that skill is uh, a skill that's sometimes predominantly uh, uh, overtaken with uh, men. Uh, I come from a a profession of a man's world, so to speak, and that's the military, as Mr. Arthur mentioned. Uh, And this young lady is in the construction building uh, business. Her father uh, is a construction builder, and he he has five girls, and he taught all five of his girls how to build. And so it is really great. And I'm going to allow her to give you more about herself. She can tell you about whatever it is that she wants to talk to you about. Her name is Ms. Tawana Ford. Ms. Tawana, are you there?
7: Yes, ma'am. I'm here.
1: Thank you. We want to first welcome you to Marvelous Monday. I'm so excited to have you on uh, one of my colleagues, as a matter of fact, on. And so meet all of these guys. You've heard them and and uh, they're from all – we have one in Dallas, Texas. We have one in Tyler, Texas. We have one in Arkansas. And then some of us are missing. We have uh, Miss Rihanna, who is out in Kentucky. So, you see, we're covering north, south, east, and west, all parts of the nation so that we can keep up with what's going on in all areas. So, please introduce yourself to our uh, team members and tell us what you want us to tell us about yourself. And then we'll ask you a couple questions.
7: Yes, ma'am. Well it's definitely an <laughs> honor and a pleasure to be on here with you, great um people and in and, and the society. I um as Miss Dr. McKellar stated, my name is Tawana Ford. I am a Tylerite, and um I'm still here and I <laughs> am I come from a family of um all girls. My parents um are um pastors as well as, um, as Dr. McKellar um, stated, my father is a a construction worker. Um, He is one of my biggest um, heroes, as I'll say. He left the oil field, I believe, at the time when he left after paying all the bills and stuff. He had $85 to his name, and he went and he started (laughs) his own construction company. And we thought he had lost his mind. We were like, what are you going to take us from having this luxurious life To taking us to construction, and so with him doing so, he has taught um, us how to use our hands, not only use our hands to to build, but to um, use our voices and our um, our skills, our mental skills, to help us to succeed in life. And so now I manage um, the company; Um, I'm, I'm more or less the project manager. Um, people ask, what made you want to do this? I was like, well, my father jumped out there on a leap of faith and um, and with God, and he has fed us throughout the years, helped us get to colleges, and is helping us um, succeed in this world that was in this industry that was dominated by men. So a lot of men, when they see me jump out of the company truck and they're looking like, okay, I was expecting to meet someone, I said, I am that someone. And we go in and we talk about, um what 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 it is that they're needing from um from the ground up to doing um drywall um anything you can think of that has to do with construction i my dad taught me hands on from plumbing to electrical, and so now I'm to the point to where now I want to give back to the community and um and help others learn these traits that were taught to me and um and even you know, help people get their license and the different areas that license are necessary. So I'm super elated When Dr. McKellar asked me to be a guest on tonight, I was like, oh, my gosh. But, I, again, <laughs> I'm so honored to be on here tonight.
1: Well, we're ecstatic that you're on. And, and let me just tell you guys, she is a tiny little cute little something, very <laughs> petite. But, boy, when she puts yeah. those boots on and roll out of that 18-wheeler or roll out of whatever kind of truck that she's driving, carrying her supplies she is a bad sister, let me tell you.
4: <laughs> well, well, so well, that's why impressed. the guys asked the question.
1: <laughs> exactly, because <laughs> they saw this well, little, tiny little girl, not, <laughs> not even
2: seeing that.
1: I mean, so what, what? I mean, what's so cool about her that she can handle the medical side of the house, and then she can get out there and handle the construction side of the house? And as mentioned, this is a this is a, a profession that's dominated. By, uh, by men. And I was, uh, I was reminded of my sister who is an architectural construction engineer. And so she is the only woman I see out there in Atlanta, Georgia in the area where she works with a hard hat on. Uh, she actually used to be the chief architect for, uh, Fulton County before she started her own business, which is exactly what, uh, what Miss Twana is doing she is a part of her family business and i love that entrepreneurship so let me ask you this question miss twana so i know that you've spent time Uh, becoming educated as a nurse. I know how grueling uh, that profession is and all of that. But I like what you said, and I would like for you to dialogue a little bit more on that. You said you wanted to take that to the community and teach more people. And let me just share this with you guys here before. It's interesting that she is a registered nurse because she and her family purchased in my district, and Dr. Hagney will know this, Uh, area. The old, old high school, excuse me, uh, hospital on Glenwood, it was called Community Hospital. She and her family have purchased that hospital, and they, they want to make a community center and just do some things and, and, and send it back to the community, what they've done. I've wanted somebody to really do something with that for a very long time, and this family has stepped out, and uh, they've formed their corporation, everything. They have done great work really quickly to get that moving. Who but someone that knows construction that would be able to do some of their own work as well Absolutely. as hiring other people to be able to, to do it. So she's going to be a great entrepreneur. Can you dialogue a little bit more on uh, on the purchase of your building and what you'd like to, some of the things that you'd like to see happen uh, as far as sharing uh, it with the community, such as office space yes. or whatever, just whatever. Go ahead. Yes,
7: ma'am. Um, what what we are doing is my sisters and I, um, we, we got with our parents because we, We always, we our parents taught us to be um, close-knit. And so with it just being five girls, we all, we have meetings and everything. And so when we found out that this building was up for sale, we reached out and we found the owners of the building. And the the lady or the couple that owns it, she said, you know, many people have come and asked to buy this building, but I feel like you all are the ones that need this building because I feel like you all would um, have purpose with it. And so what we've decided to do with the building is, is that um, it's located on um, the north side of Tyler, and that, in my personal opinion, that side sometimes is overlooked um, yes. due to the um, the geographical area or, you know, or, or where it is. And so we want to, by all means, give back to the community, but we have a tender heart for children as well as the vets um, uh, and, 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 and the disabled and people that really need help. Um, we're not against anybody yeah. that, you know, is trying to better themselves, but we really want to reach out to those that really need help. kids that are, are troubled or kids that are having yeah. issues. It's almost it's a safe haven for people. Um, but we also wanted to be able to, um, when we say give back to the community, offer jobs and, and teach people trade because everybody wow. did not grow up in the manner in which we were, um, we, we grew up. But, We want people to be able to, even if you didn't get the best high school education or go and get a college education, there's trades out here that um, people can learn in order to, you know, be successful in life, and that's what we're here for. We want a safe haven for the students to be able, when their parents have to work longer hours and can't get off. We have after school tutorials. We have um, we've decided and, and reached out to several educators that we're um, we know and they have agreed to come on board with us to offer tutoring for those that lack in education or or are struggling in certain areas. For those that don't have a job or a trade, um, we're we're going to be offering um, different things like teaching them masonry, masonry, putting them on the right track. On, on, on electrical, getting their apprentice license and um things of that nature, teaching them how to do um minor and um uh construction and um and hands on um things to help them um be able to apply for jobs, teach people how to apply for jobs, to um create Beautiful. resumes. We're also gonna um offer um because the building is about I-, I wanna say in total about sixty nine thousand square foot. And so yes. forty nine thousand of that is going to be used to um, be able to, again, give back to the community. But then for those that are already established and need to have meetings, I believe it's called a work hub, we're going to be able to allow them to have have business meetings and office spaces um, that they can, you know, rent out for even if it's an extended period of time or a short period of time to be able to do what it is they need to do. Because me, myself, I'm also a mobile notary. And for a while it was hard for me to be able to, um, find um, safe places for people to be able to sign legal documents and things like that. So I was like, how? what better way to be able to give back to people than if I once had this need, there are other people that are having or needing the same things that I once um, lacked, and so we're able to give back to them as well.
1: That mm-hmm. is outstanding. That's beautiful. But well, let me ask you uh, this, uh, Ms. Twana. What was it in your younger life that made you decide that you wanted to become a nurse? Because I could hear all the giving and I could hear the love uh, in your voice, and and I I haven't heard you talk that much about, well, I'm going to charge this, that, or whatever, even though I know that that charging is important because you've got to be able to sustain sustainability and keeping the operation going. But what was it in your younger life that caused you to want to become a nurse? Is there something specific Uh, that went on that made you want to become a nurse? Yes, ma'am. There were several
7: things. Um, One thing, my grandmother, um, before we found out that she was diabetic, that was one of the first things. And I saw my my grandmother became an amputee, a partial amputee of her foot. And I saw, you know, for a while there was um, several things. Um, Someone had to know how to um, properly take care of her foot, and nobody else had the stomach for it. And I was like, I'll do it. And at that time, I think I was – I might have been about 15, 16 years old at that time when that took place. So I learned really, really early. So when I didn't have the stomach, I actually ended up having the stomach for it. And then um, later on, my mother ended up um, becoming very, very ill, and the doctors couldn't figure out what was going on with her. And later on, we found out that, you know, she had um, a very um, rare disease. And so with that, that further pushed me into – wanting to do it because there are people that really need medical attention or that extra help, and some people aren't willing to do it because they're not paid enough. And with me, mm-hmm. money wasn't – uh, it, it, it was important, but it didn't supersede the care of
1: people. Very mm-hmm. good. Outstanding. I tell people all the time that a nurse – can do anything in every profession there's so many avenues and opportunities from travel nurse to nursing in the hospital to being a, a a military nurse to just everywhere anywhere all over the nation now to be a construction person because you're taking you're taking the love of people that obviously you have from being a a nurse or a healthcare provider you're taking it back to your community and that's really what your skills are really really all about guys i'm, I'm gonna I'll start with you uh mr arthur if you you have a question that you'd like to ask mr one
6: yes uh hello Miss one it's nice to meet you uh maybe we we'll get to meet you when i'm down in one day
1: uh okay
6: you now are you both up at the same time are you a nurse and you're doing construction if you are tell us how tell us how that
2: schedule is
7: it can be a little hectic um with the nursing field i'm prn so to i try to keep a balance balance is everything so it's a um a little hectic i mean if i tell people in a joking way all the time i have about 20 jobs i say and a mother being one of them so you have to learn the balance of okay if i can do this a little bit i can still keep my hand in that pot if i do this a little bit i can still do that so um being prn on more of a as needed, um, they'll they'll shoot me right. out a message or whatever when my help is is needed, and and I, if if I'm available at that time, I will um, accept it.
1: Beautiful. Like and of a- course, for those for those, Miss we'll, we'll point out there that for those that may not recognize that term, PRN, that's whenever necessary or whenever needed. So just just so that people would know that what that terminology means. Sometimes we we just automatically use terms. Uh, medical terms that people may or may not know. Go ahead, uh, Miss Arthur.
6: I just say she sounds like a superwoman. So. Uh... Uh, well, she is. She is. She is female, right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> well, of course um, What can I say? But at any rate, see, now now This is how I want to tie in uh, Dr. Carr's new position He, I think he said that he's part of a land board Where she's always out there looking for land and, and, and places where they can construct and build things on So, Dr. Carr, I'll turn it over to you And let you talk to uh, Ms. Tawana About whatever you'd like to say and ask her Thank you. Go
3: ahead. I'm I'm so I'm so uh enamored by the multiplicity <laughs> of Miss Ford's uh, skill set and I'm particularly yeah. peculiar uh interested in the uh building how did you come across acquiring the hospital? How does a person and one's family <laughs> buy a hospital <laughs> hey, building? I'm, I'm just wriggled. curious. There
7: you go. There
3: you go. <laughs> I'm curious. Well,
7: I, I, and not to be super spiritual, but what God has for you, I don't care how yeah. long it takes you to get there. He's gonna make sure you get it. Um, exactly. But, but truthfully, um, my father um, knew of this couple from years back, and mm-hmm. we did. We he actually did work on the building years back. But then my sisters and myself, once we want something, we're gonna go after it. So we begin to do our <laughs> research to figure Love out. It owned this, okay. or the taxes current, different things like that, and so that's how we ended up finding out who exactly owned it. And um, because it had been, um, I think it had changed hands a couple times. But once yeah. we found out who owned it, we went and made some um personal phone calls and and had made some personal appearances. And God God did what He had to do while we did the legwork.
3: That's
1: awesome and not only that it is really awesome and I want to jump in there with that because they they look they've looked around in the north West side of the community Which is my district They also own, own another building Where their father has established His church there And let me just tell you It is packed You can't get up and down that street On Sunday mornings uh, mm-hmm. Around that building Because there are so many uh, Their parishionership has just grown uh, Tremendously They're doing great work uh, In the city of Tyler, Texas And I am really ecstatic about the fact that they um, they have acquired this uh, hospital and they're in a perfect location at Glenwood and Gentry Parkway which is two of our main thoroughfares uh Dr. Carr in the city mm-hmm. of course uh Mr uh, Dr Dr Hagney knows this and Mr. Arthur probably knows a little bit, but it is a great area, has so many great potentials of things that can happen. Dr. Hagney, and let, let me just tell you, Mr. Wanda, Dr. Hagney is a, a retired pharmacist, and he is the person that, well, he can tell you. Tell a little bit about yourself, you know, the medical side of you and what you've done during COVID, uh, Dr. Hagney, that has established our organization here.
4: Very good. Uh, first, you may, like you, to, may wanna, uh, you may want
1: to you may want to connect up to her, her her father, but go ahead. <laughs>
4: well, yeah, there's some information. I want pass along to him. Yeah, first of all, passing on uh, his uh, his his talent, his blessing to his to his children. Yes. That's that's yes. really that's really that's a blessing, God.
2: Powerful. Because
4: you look yes. up, you look across our community. Yeah, I'm talking about African American community. Uh, not enough of that is being done. Uh, that's yes. one reason why a lot of our business wind up and mom and pops, and they might disappear after the original owner may pass because we failed to pass uh, our train, our blessing on to our youth, and, and I'm, I'm yes. very impressed by that. That's that's outstanding. Yes. That's that's important. Now, there, are, I'm uh, I'm founding CEO in Net Healthcare Task Force. We basically, our uh, four to four test weeks, we have documented that we can reach a rural communities of color uh, without a doubt. And we cover 27 counties from Arkansas all the way down to Beaumont on the, on the Texas side. There, and why I mention that because nothing has happened with the COVID. We have we established the fact that uh, to reach the community of color is through the Black Church. And the trust in America is not in all of the political names, whoever you call the organization, is in the Black Church and the pastors. Working through the church in the past, and the pastor, you can reach our Black community rural out. I want. I'm in mm-hmm. high expertise in rules. So I'm gonna stay away from the urban. needs and problems, right. but uh, when you right. mention training the youth, uh, that that is important because as i mentioned, we have developed this relationship is that there are groups who recognize even Washington recognizes the recent black community. You need to go through the black church, and we have mm-hmm. numerous organizations coming to our task force for assistance. One is the school districts. We just met with to a certain school district here in East Texas. They want they didn't they want help with their youth. And uh, when they were talking about when you were talking about the training, as you well know in the school system, everybody's not college material. Uh, there are students falling categories where they could be utilized or tra- into training areas, uh, and also mentoring. Our school districts need that help. And so what you bring and also the Training component is important. Now, when you mentioned down there, another training is broadband. You hear discussion about forty billion dollars across Texas broadband, but we need black input in that broadband because a lot of that broadband is not currently going through black areas, of black neighborhoods. But I want to say that we uh, that uh, we that's a training training on broadband tech. Uh, most of them are not uh, college educated, not trained, but the salaries, broadband, tech make is 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 amazing. So the, I want you to look into that. The broadband, the tech, and the training, the tech, and the corporation who are doing the, doing all the uh, fiber optics and all that. And then uh, you mentioned um, oh, there's another thing that's care and the opium opium fund, billions and billions of dollars that's been awarded uh, to well. What happens? They give the money to the state. Washington D.C. Is supposed to be monitoring. They not monitoring. That that money goes to the state. State distribute that money down to the counties, and then it is up to the counties and state to decide what they want to do with that money. And I, we are blessed to have uh, Commissioner Caraway, uh, since you're in Smith County, uh, he's aware mm-hmm. of that. I would act, I would advise you to uh, if you don't already have not already made contact with him, contact him uh, and see where funds that he can speak for that can help you. I'm just gonna mm-hmm. leave it there. So, so you you have meet with him mm-hmm. let him explain the whole program and also he can explain explain to you what's happening to uh, Smith County uh funds. Uh then you buying that building is very really interesting because we uh um there is a need for uh, we're looking at uh, Black Data Research Grant Writing Center, a building. Uh tell you why that's important. There is basically no system, most of all the data in America is not accurate. Uh, there is a major need for black data, and we are mm-hmm. looking at a building that has to be rural, that we hope that we can purchase that building and convert it into a black data research grant writing center. Uh, then That means every project in America, you look at the black, black data part of that, and that's why I say the data in America is, is inaccurate, and so we need black not only creating the data, we have to manage the data, and we have to market the data, and that's not being done right now. But I'll talk to you later about doing, uh, looking at once we acquire this bill and God bless us and all that, renovation is building and working. And I'll, I'll be talking to you later on about that. But, yes, anything in, uh, oh, yeah, space, loan space in there, But there's what we call a primary care shortage in, uh, in East Texas with physicians mm-hmm. and pharmacists and other groups. Uh, we're trying to document the there is even even one black urologist in Northeast Texas. And so, when you look into your possible room space in that uh, building, look at some of the we can talk with you about some of the healthcare individuals we find and recruit to come to East Texas. Because as the Duke Very study said we're only going to improve this disparity. Well, we are just improving the disparity when we when we train more black healthcare workers. That so you being a nurse. You understand all this. So when you look mm-hmm. at your allies and uh and all of those, but your bait your your location will be an excellent location for a primary care physician. So we'll talk about talk with you about that later on, later on. So
1: again, blessing.
4: you're blessing. Powerful. Thanks a lot. Welcome aboard. Absolutely. Powerful,
1: powerful, powerful. And I we mentioned and I'm so glad Dr. Hagney mentioned that two things, uh, especially about if you wanna if you really wanna make a whole lot of money in these positions become a data analyst because not that our our data is inadequate because we don't have enough people collecting the data and that's what exactly. makes it inadequate and I then artificial beautiful. intelligence brilliant so yes. thank you dr hagney for bringing that out. that was powerful do you have any questions of dr hagney and mr wana
7: no ma'am i don't yeah. Right. Right. Oh well, but get with it. I'll, I'll I'll take that back. I apologize. I do want to get with you, Dr. Hackney, um, more so on um the fiber um the broadband and the fiber optic. Um yes. uh more more so, so that I can get more information on that and I'll I will do my research as far as Googling it, but I would like to um correlate with you on, you know, what, what areas they're 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 in. That way I know which who to who to talk with or what I need to um in order to try to get that in this area, especially in the um, African American community.
4: Excellent. Very excellent. good. I know Very good. You excellent. Thank you.
1: And, and I'm glad he brought out uh, uh, Commissioner uh, Carraway. Commissioner Carraway controls money from the county, even though there are some things that can be done uh, with that county money in the city. Because think think about this. County offices are inside the city limits of Tyler, Mm -hmm. even though they're paid for with county money, even though Mm -hmm. their money basically is for out in the rural areas, in the rural community, in the county. But once again, there are some things that can be used, some of their money can be used. To be right here inside the city of Tyler, Texas. So that's excellent. Thank you so much for that. Uh, what about you, Dr. Carney? You have any questions, any, uh, any comments, or anything for Miss uh, Miss Tawana? Because uh, I want you to yep. talk a little bit about your new position on the land board, and then how we can tie all of this in. Even though you're in Arkansas, but but. Who knows how we can tie in? We learn from one another, right? Doesn't matter if he's in Arkansas; we're all the United States of America. So we learn from each other. Go ahead, Doctor. Exactly. And Doctor. Carr so tell give her, tell her a little bit about yourself as well, so she'll know exactly who our team members are.
3: Go ahead. Well, I'm I'm, I'm a I'm an Arkansan by birth, and I've uh, resided in the South all of my life. I'm a 20-year uh, uh, pastor at a uh, Baptist Church in Camden, Arkansas, with the Catholic name, New St. Mary. And I'm married and, uh, of course, have children and grandchildren. And I published uh, a book in 2022, uh, I believe it was, in April, Resurrecting the Black Mind. It's my first publication. I'm working on my second book because of issues like what we're dealing with now, Dr. Haddon. I think that's uh, uh, the, the title of my second book is An Urgent Agenda you know, PSA, for an emerging new world The hospital building being purchased there uh, in the city by Miss Ford and her family. These are the kind of things that are feeding into my flow of thinking, and they're producing, uh, I guess, outreach into other areas. I happen to be at the right place at the right time to get connected with the Arkansas Land uh, Board. And uh, this organization uh, is uh, bent on ensuring that black people uh, who start out with uh, land, as Dr. Hadney indicated, retain what you start out with and pass it into the hands of those who can take advantage of uh, that effort, because here in Arkansas and all over the country, I think there's a move on to kind of uh, work their way in such a way that there'll be no forewarnings, there'll be no... Uh, certified letters coming to the people's residences who own land. And before you know it, the sheriff uh, sale uh, takes place. And what we used to have, we don't have anymore. So the Arkansas yeah. uh, Land and Community Corporation is uh, dealing with how to retain uh, what you have, how to develop it, and how to particularly interest our younger generation in coming back to the ideology of being a developer of these rural locations. I don't think that many young people understand that uh, the city and uh, urban uh, areas are filled by people who came from the south. And in our area, young people just don't seem to, when you say agriculture, they go like, no, 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 you put me back on the farm. Well, Farmers have to have uh, accountants. Farmers have to have attorneys. Farmers need scientists for the things that they do. So we're trying to introduce a new way of thinking here in Arkansas with regards to how we can tie people back to the land to prove that there is, in essence, a enormous opportunity. As Miss Ford has proven, they bought a hospital mm-hmm. and look at the things yeah. you can do with a building. So that's kind of who I am and, and where I am right now, and it seems that doors are opening everywhere. My sister, my oldest sister, um, texted me yesterday, and she said, here's the text, uh, I just sent your book to Mark Lamont Peel, and maybe he'll put wow. you on the show. So things are really happening for me and with me. And this show, this program, this initiative is really huge for my career because I'm getting to meet people like yourselves were doing things that really feed into my psyche with regards to how I want to see my future uh, going forward. But that's, that's, beautiful. that's beautiful.
1: That's <laughs> beautiful. Excellent. Thank you, Thank you for that, uh, Dr. Carr. Any, any uh, questions or comments uh, from you, Miss Tawana, to uh, Dr. Carr?
7: I commend you. The only thing um, for, 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 uh, I commend you for um, your work as well. Um, I, I I commend you, and it's so funny that um, we are now putting and pouring into our children because we know that the older we get, eventually we will, you know, we will die off. And I mean, it's just the, you know, just being a, a, being realistic. We're gonna we're gonna eventually have to either pass it on or do something sure. with it prior to us passing on. So now we're instilling in our children that we have to get back to where we have to yeah. know how to grow our own food. We have to have yeah. land and yeah. do those. Things. So we're um, we're trying to teach them that that doesn't make you be that does not make you a slave or anything. It's just knowing how to survive if necessary. It's knowing how to protect what was given to you from your yeah. your father or your mother, your grandmother, grand, great grandparents, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. that's why even the property in which my parents are on at this moment, that is a property that was passed on to my father's family um, from many, many years ago, and we call it the home place. And so that's a place that can never never be sold. It's where we take our kids to, you know, play and, you know, do different things. But we also want them to know that it's necessary to hold on to things and that money is not everything. Don't sell it because somebody offered you money for it but hold on to those Amen. things. So I definitely will be reaching out to you as well to take a couple pages out of your book also to help enlighten the people here in the rural area. And if it's something that belongs to family, especially land, if nothing else, build on that land, and, and you know, so that you, your family knows how to survive as well as give back to their children so that they have something to hold on, even if, they lose their homes that they have now. They still have that land to go on and build on, and so on and so forth. So again, I'll be reaching out to you as well.
2: Thank
1: That's understanding. Let me tell you, all money is not good money, and it's called generational wealth. And I, I'm just loving everything. And we're talking about we're talking to a young lady here. We're not talking about someone that is in any of our age groups. She is a young lady, and she has learned so well. Uh, from her father and her mother. And I think that's where we fail today is that we're not passing that information that was passed on to us. We're not passing it down to the next generation. And that's why they don't respect, uh, they're used to us handing over, right? We just give it to them instead of helping them to earn and see the Mm -hmm. importance of working. Uh, to earn uh, something So this is really really beautiful Mr. Arthur do you have anything else for her Before I go because I have a couple more Questions no, that that I need just, to ask you Would you okay. like to jump in Mr. Arthur
6: Well the only thing I'm going to say is, is, that, is that, You know how sensitive we are you let her ask them a question. So here I am over here going me No,
1: no, I'm no. You, your time now. That's why I'm, I'm, I do a round robin. You know I do. I do a round. I don't leave out anybody. <laughs> so now's your turn. Now, you, I, do I you? have any time, comments or questions?
6: No, nah, just ask me a question like you did my, my, my fellow members there, because I don't want to feel left out. What do you want <laughs> to ask Arthur, me? do
1: you have do you have any questions of Miss Tawana or any comments for her? <laughs> oh, okay, well,
6: okay, so, well, Miss Tawana, uh, again, I think you're a superwoman, and uh, you know be, you know I don't know how old you are, but, but she keeps saying you're pretty young. So, so uh, you're young, know, but you
1: don't ever ask, her, but you don't ever ask the lady her age. But <laughs> I'm just saying she's she's not in our she's not in our age group, and that's good enough right there. <laughs> and we know what our age group is. <laughs> <So> go ahead, Miss
6: <laughs> Arthur. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a baby, you know, but, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. but we do that 2.0 thing, you know, the stuff you're doing in there with that building, I mean, we, you are know, trying to have that particular, uh, where you can, you know, help people and all the time. So, uh, yeah. you know, we'll incorporate that into the program, uh, you know, in some uh, fashion or another. So, uh, you know, but those, the, you know, those are the kind of things I'm busy doing, going into communities mm-hmm. and being in those communities and, uh, you know, and doing that work. So I look forward to, uh, you know, doing something down there and Well, we're sure they're going to be yeah, Kind of part in there So I'm sure I'm going to be a part of something down there
1: Well, well I'm glad you brought that up, Mr. Arthur Because it, uh, l- let me just say that I am First of all, I've known Miss Tawana's family forever Her aunt was one of our teachers at my school for years uh, She knew the early childhood education business From like the back of her hand So I've known this family for a long time But when she, when they purchased the building uh, the city asked her to reach out to me. And so mm-hmm. I am so excited that they did uh, because we've established, uh, now I've been able to establish, I've known Ms. Tawana's father and mother, but now I have a relationship uh, with one of my colleagues, which happens to be one of his daughters, which is Ms. Mm-hmm. Tawana. We share the same profession. And, uh, and then we share so many other things because I'm, I'm big into construction and building and wanting to move not only my community forward, but move the land that I, my parents and my offspring, my grandfather, uh, what she, she called it, I love that, she called it the home place. Because that's place. what our ancestors called it, the home place. When, when you went back to that location, you went back to home. This weekend, there were lots and lots of reunions going on, my husband's family reunion. And, uh, and so they took a tour of the home place. Uh, on mm-hmm. Saturday afternoon when they went back into the Bullard uh, community and the Bullet Flick community where they own lots and lots of land and they have maintained their land. And I, we get, we get a text message almost daily from somebody wanting to buy that land. So I say, mm-hmm. well, now if they, if they want to offer uh, $3,000, that means they know they, they can make a gazillion dollars, right? So not, mm-hmm. not for sale. But let me, I'm going to go back to, um, Miss Swana, I asked you about uh, about being a nurse uh and all of that and what led you there. But now I want to talk a little bit about uh the construction business cuz you're working in a business where I worked in a business uh like with men, lots of men. And so sometimes it's difficult uh as a woman to lead uh and uh um, I was a commander, so uh, so it was more men in my command, obviously, than women. And some sometimes it may be a little difficult to work in a man's world. But the one thing that I can say about women, and the one thing that I can say about even uh, Miss Tawana, and that is, she's not afraid to take on a challenge. She's not afraid, period, but not afraid to take on a challenge. But we also know Miss Tawana that maybe. And there may be 10, 11% of women who actually work in construction. So, so what kind of response did you get or do you get when you just mentioned a few minutes ago that, that someone said they were expecting to meet with someone, but they didn't know that someone was going to be a pretty little young lady like yourself, a little tiny somebody that's strong as a horse. And I've seen you <laughs> lifting and picking up stuff, <laughs> you know. So. So what kind of response do you basically get when you're out there in the construction world, a very um, it, unique it, it, world?
7: It's it very unique. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, excuse me for kidding off, But it's, it's very no, unique. Okay. And um, it, it can be challenging, as you stated, especially when um, they, they try to um, test your authority or try your authority to see if you're going to, either stand your ground or if you mm-hmm. actually know what you're talking about. So a lot of the times my knowledge or, you know, my education is challenged, especially by men. I've, and I told them. No, after well, now, especially hold, hold, up, if, hold up,
1: hold up, hold, hold up. Can you repeat that one more time? Just repeat that. Just those two sentences that you just made right there. Sometimes your education is what?
7: It's challenged. Okay. Go ahead. And, um, uh, and so um, when, it, when it comes to as well as my authority for them questioning whether or not I have the capability or the knowledge to, to handle the task at hand. And, right. you know, from time to time I have to, I have to um, catch myself because um, I'll start doing the work trying to prove a point to let them know, listen, I'm not telling you to do something that I don't either know how to do or that I okay. don't want to do, but I've hired you to do the work or I'm here to do the same work as you, and not to, not that we're in competition, but if you think that I'm going to let you intimidate me because you are a male, that's not going to happen. Um, <laughs> and so a lot of the times I have to, again, stand my ground to let yeah. them know I might be every bit of five, five foot three, 136 mm-hmm. pounds, but I came mm-hmm. to do the job at hand. And I'm, I'm and Very we're going to get it done. Either we're going to get it done together or I'm going to do my part and then leave you in my dust if necessary. But, um, again, it, it's <laughs> all about <laughs> getting the job done. Mm-hmm. Hey, beautiful, that, beautiful. That, beautiful.
1: That, you Let me ask this one more question, then I'm going to give it to the gentleman. So when you say that men – are respected with this collaboration of a bunches of talents and skills and even personalities. But when you came as a 5'3", you're short, and you weigh not that many pounds, (laughs) and why do you suppose that they can respect the talent of the man, but they cannot respect the same, that you have that same talent and I'm speaking from experience. You have the same talent they have. You have the same background they have. You probably have more educational background than what they have, but they can't accept your skills and your talents. But they can accept that of your cohort who happens to be a male. Is that understandable to you?
7: Understandable. A lot of time it's insulting but um okay. i've come to realize that we come from a world of uh a world that people like to stereotype or like to um genderize different um different jobs and um the last time i checked um we were given equal rights and but i told <laughs> people i i know my place as a woman i'm just here to do my right. job so sure. when i come to do job. I'm going to do my job to the best of my ability or what I've learned and you should do likewise. So, you know, other than that, again, it's more of an insult, but then after that, I have to show them that gender has nothing to do with it. I have the skills just like you have the skills, and so now we both should just do our job.
1: Outstanding. Gentlemen, any one of you have any any questions in regards to the questions and yeah, the like comments it. and the statement that I I just made in regards to that. Go ahead. Yeah, you know, okay. I, I
4: well, this is Doug Hagner. You know, what about three years now? I've been recommending people would you gonna do anything in East Texas and really now it's across the southern states. You need to read the book Plantation Life in Texas. and uh you know when I first started recommending this this book cost something like twelve dollars. This book mm-hmm. is now up to about twenty eight going on thirty dollars <laughs> per book. Now I need to contact them and see if I can get a percentage out of them. Okay, increase it increase <laughs> but what it <laughs> <That's> helped, <funny. laughs> but, but what it dealt, you see even in our educational component, we failed to recognize and educate what really happened on the plantations uh, we, uh, we we uh we have everybody in medical groups are buying this book can't teach a medical student to be in a position in East Texas without him or her understanding that East Texas is a plantation uh, area. Uh, if you redraw um, the lines in East Texas, you will find out majority of the black population. When you mention the family farm going back home, you're going to find a lot of those homes are on that original plantation. And what, hmm. what's linked there, the role of the male, role of the female, respect and all that ties back into that book. And to approach Mm. that, then you need to understand that. Uh, I don't care if you teach in elementary school all the way up to college, PhD programs in East Texas. If you're a politician, want to do some work in East Texas, whatever you want to do in East Texas, because it identifies the people in East Texas. See, what's so different, the people, someone mentioned earlier, blacks left rural areas and went to the city, but it's the blacks who stayed in the rural areas who understand the rural areas. That's why you don't should. bring anybody from Chicago or Dallas or whatever, <laughs> back in East Texas, and tell them how to do it. Now, see, Washington, okay. D.C. finally began to learn this now, because the, the, right. the number one item with Washington, D.C. and state and everything now is rural and black, because right. when you mentioned metropolitan to Washington, D.C., Austin, everybody, they, they understand metropolitan. Rural, they sort of understand. When you mentioned rural communities of color, no one in America really understands it. That's why they're right now coming to the black church, coming to the black community to understand the black community, everybody, mental health, health care, mm-hmm. all of them. Uh, education, all of them uh, recognize it. But I highly, and also uh, I, I have, only 4% of the black farmers are black now. Uh, that was car right. I I knew that. True. And it was a, really a blessing if you're on the board. See, another thing, we have to be on boards for a decision being made. Because there you once, go. if you're not there, once you hear something on the news or whatever like that, it's already done.
3: Right. By the right. time they publish right.
4: it, you know about it. We know about it. It's already done. And that's why the right. word, we have to watch this word now called minority. Yes. See, when, and see that's a catch thing now. But if you look at that, it means everybody. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> But when you, look at, who, pictures, and you look at who get the money, who get the dollars, we are the race true. of people on the bottom of that minority. And that's why exactly. the data we talked about. We need to break that data out, and, and that data will show where we are. But I would highly recommend that book, Plantation Life in Texas, because it would help you okay. approach and how people respond to you, and why they look at uh, the males, and I think more about white male versus black males. But it, that's, a, this, that's something you need to understand why why they re- respond in that way.
1: Burger. Well, I'll tell you a quick story, and then we're going to. We, we actually have finished this hour. We want to talk about some other things in the next hour. this has been very, very enlightening. But, Ms. Tawana, I share with you that when I uh, when I first was commissioned uh, as an officer in the United States Army uh, Corps, the uh, there was a discussion going back and forth. There was two of us that were coming in. There's, uh, one was a male, one the other one was me, and the discussion was, should she come in as a first lieutenant with three years of constructive credit, or should she come in as a captain? And so keep in mind, I went in with a double master's degree uh, and got my doctorate degree while there. But they went back and forth and back and forth, and then they decided that I should come in as a first lieutenant with three years of constructive credit, and after after uh, another two years, then I would become a captain but 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 that was not a problem with the man. They brought him in as mm. a captain, that was sure. and I came in with more education than he did. And then when I became a commander of my unit, and then one gentleman decided that my name was Hay, hey H. E. Y. And so uh oh. so I was, "Hey, and not hmm. not ma'am," or not ca- at that time, I was a captain, and so I had to straighten him okay. out, I had to tighten him up and straighten him out uh, and say <laughs> i'm either I'm either uh ma'am or I'm Captain Mckellar, and don't you ever forget yes, it. So sometimes yes, you sir. have to put your boots on, <laughs> okay, yep. and straighten up a few people. <laughs> And then you can move on. <laughs> any final comments from Mr Tawana? Mr. Tawana, you don't have to leave our show. Uh this the next hour we'd love to have you continue to be on with us. We have a lot hey, of other know, things that we we do want to talk about. Go ahead, Ms. Arthur.
6: Uh oh then how on a, well you've been in kinda of all your life. Uh I, I, I just wanna that, you know, working on a patriarchal supremacy system like this, has it gotten any better? Has it gotten better and then got worse? Has it gotten worse and got better? I mean, I have I mean, I'm what is it right now? boys where you are, where you're looking at it, right? It's getting better? How, 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 how do you see it going in the future?
1: That's a question for Ms. I, Juana? Right. Yeah. Okay, yes.
2: go ahead. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, you hear
6: me? That,
1: was should that, you that for you me, hear me? I'm sorry. Yes, that's yeah. for you. Um,
2: it, yes, for you.
7: It has to a degree. Um, once you stand your ground when it comes to it, a lot of people, they once they know that you won't take down, or that, that that you demand respect, because I tell people now, um, my name itself demands respect. Now, you don't have to like me, but you will respect me. There you and go. And, if, again, if we're going to do a job and we have to do it together, let's get this job done. I, I wasn't put here to be liked, but I will be respected. So at the end of the day, it just depends on where you are or where I'm at, um, mm. it, it has gotten better in some areas um, because okay. a lot of people knew my father or, or know of my father, but to know that he has um, turned the company over to me to run, um, I've had to uh, pull out, say, the big guns in order to <laughs> get what I needed to get done, but I accomplished it because once I start a task, I'm not there to quit it. I'm there to complete yeah. it good, right excellent, excellent. So in
1: some areas yes and some no.
6: Yeah, okay. okay. Well, you've gotten better.
1: Good. There you go. Well, well the one thing that I can tell you is this is that we know who we are and so we don't have to um uh, need anyone else to authenticate who we are because we know who we are much better than they do. And right. uh once again, I like the fact that you say you have to respect me whether you like me or not. You have to respect me in hopes that you like me enough where we can get along and work to accomplish the mission because the bottom line is the mission, right? And so I got, just got a text message. Uh, someone said that you're on point, uh, Ms. Tawana. <laughs> so uh, so thank you. you you're you amazing. Uh, it's just going to be wonderful doing business with you. I'm excited about uh the prospects of the things that you and your corporation are going to be bringing uh, into uh, the north, northern part of this district, uh, of this city, which happens to be my district. So you know I'm happy whenever there's growth that's going to take place in the northern part of Tyler, Texas. Any final comments about the business or about or your corporation at all? And tell us the name of your corporation, by by the way. Um, the
7: um, it's called the uh, FGS, which stands for, uh, as, as people know, Fort Girls Multipurpose Center. But the main, the umbrella of it all, is Fort Girls and Associates. Um, oh. and Isn't that beautiful? That's
1: interesting. <laughs> Isn't that? I love it. <laughs> Ford Girls and Associates. That's that's beautiful. Well, I, I'm, I'm. Go ahead. Does somebody else have another comment before we move over? did i hear what or i heard something not okay okay very good well we we want you to stick around uh miss twana if you have if you have time to stick around uh because we're going to talk a little bit more about some other things that's going on in our nation and we're talking about financial wealth uh, which is really uh important and so i i want to make mention uh to all of our listeners out there that i just returned just a little while ago uh just arrived home a little while ago from uh, From Chicago, Illinois, where I attended uh, the Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority uh, Incorporation Leadership Conference. Uh, Our headquarters happens to be in uh, in Chicago. And so we had our ribbon-cutting ceremony where our international president uh, started the Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority uh, Credit Union. The first in its oh, well, history of any fraternity, sorority, organization, period, that have established, uh, and we all, every single, all, every one of us donate to, uh, are, are in the process of donating to the, uh, the, uh, credit union. So we're very, very proud uh, of that, uh, Accomplishment. Our international president is uh, Miss Jeanette Anthony Reed, and that was her brainchild uh, when she became the international president was to uh, was to start a credit union uh, by this Black organization uh, of uh, professional women, Black women, and so uh, and she did that, and so uh, we just applaud her it was about uh, 8000 of us there in chicago at the event it was just out, outstanding we just had an amazing time there and so uh, so i wanted to make that announcement and then uh, and to talk about another young lady two young ladies who have been in banking uh, for some almost some 30 years one for 30 years and the other one almost 30 years that came together there one of them is out of south carolina uh, Dr. Carr, and then the other one I believe is in Louisiana. But I learned about this in um, in LA when I was in Los Angeles on last week that I learned about these ladies coming together. It takes ten dollars to to become a part of this uh, organization, and they're building. They I was on a Zoom with them, and there's about three two or three hundred people. On that Zoom, I kept thumbing and thumbing and thumbing and seeing all of those people that were on that Zoom from around the world, to include from Africa to Jamaica oh, wow. to London. They were every place. And so amazing. this is going. She's starting. It is amazing. She's starting out making this bank be uh, be a, a digital banking. I don't know if you guys know that digital banking is becoming very very important, uh, very popular. I should say now. And so, uh, so that's what that was about. So I just wanted to make that particular announcement of those. And these are women. These are black women that are stepping up and stepping out. So we need our brothers uh, to join in with us and help to build uh, these empires. Because I can tell you, uh, guys, that back in 1980, to be exact, I had a conference right here in Tyler, Texas, right in the hotel where where our restaurant is being going to be open. Right now, we had the Black Dollar uh, Conference, and that conference consisted of trying to get black churches and then i 'm going to tell you why I was doing this. I worked in banking for eight years and uh, and that 's how I actually ended up with my degree in business and bank business law and bank management and so what I saw while I was in that. Industry is I saw the black churches, predominantly black churches, and it's unfortunate we have to say that, but that's what we that's what it looks like. They would come in and they bring their money. They collect all this money on Sunday, bring their money in on Monday, and then come back on Tuesday and make a loan. And they had excellent credit, and they were given loans. Uh, at uh, maybe 8 10 and even sometimes 12% interest, and then you would have some other people who come in that had poor credit, and they would get loans at 4% interest rate. And so I saw that and looked at it for long enough, and I couldn't take it anymore, so I went back to the medical profession. <laughs> so with that being said, that's what was pushing me to want to start a credit union back in the 80s. So I'm ecstatic when I see – these women are making it happen because That's we amazing. were a little slow back then and we would not, we didn't get there, but we're getting there now. Any comments Absolutely. in regards to that before we move on? Dr. Uh, uh, Dr. Carr, go ahead.
3: I think, I think uh, Dr. John Henry Clark, uh, Professor Amos Wilson and a plethora uh, of other, ASA here. you the third. These men spoke about what black people must focus on, and that is to get power and economic power can kick the door in to a lot of other opportunities. And I think if we were to zero in on this very concept, and what you're talking about needs to be known all over Arkansas and all over the South, because it can actually be a seed that will branch off into other areas. And we we need to we need to know who's being successful at doing these things so we can replicate that success. So I applaud the group. I applaud uh, outstanding. I'll, outstanding.
1: I'll tell you, and we'll talk more about it offline. We'll talk more about the one that's uh, both banks and how how you can uh, become a part. And I'm already a part of the, the one with the young lady, the two young ladies, because any time that I see anybody trying to uh, develop more economic security Absolutely. among people of color. I'm all over that. It doesn't take me, Absolutely. but just a few minutes. And and ten ten dollars was nothing. Uh, we throw away that on a, a bag of chips, and uh sure. we waste it on a soda and and a Starbucks or whatever. So let's put our money together and make it work for us. Uh, I'm gonna first let me call in. I I think uh, Pastor Pastor Cooper is on with us tonight. Back, he's back in place. So I wanted to bring uh, Pastor Cooper in. Pastor Cooper, are you there? Because we're going to talk about something that's going to really include you in our next conversation. Pastor, are you there?
5: Yes, I'm just. I am here. And uh, good evening, and hello, everyone. All
1: right. It's great. It's great to hear you on Marvelous Monday. (laughs) How you doing? It's great to be here. Yes, sir. It's a Okay, very, very good. Well, well if there's there's not any more questions in regards to uh, to our banking industry, we want to go over and we want to talk a little bit about uh, Dr. Jesse Jackson and his retirement and uh, one of our stars from the great state of Texas that's going to take over and run with this ball and and make it happen and that would be none other than Dr. Frederick. Haynes, the second I believe it was the I learned a lot about it the third the third, third that 's right his, okay, so his grandfather was Frederick Haynes, and his father was the second, and then he 's the third so the third. so pastor cooper we we 're going to pull you and especially you in particular and and uh Dr. Carr in because both of you are pastors uh, at churches, and so we know that that first of all we want to we want to salute. Dr. Jesse Jackson, for job well done, he has worked infatigably hard in push and operation push, and I know that we have a different name and a uh, different name of the organization right now. But but he but I remember this. Who all remembers when he first started? You remember Mr. Arthur when he first started?
6: Who are Jesse or or or
1: Operation Push. We I oh, we're talking about Operation talking about the organization. Mhm.
6: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was at the end of the civil rights movement. Uh you know, you they go. killed more, everything started winding down. Or, or the, you know, know, the FBI started winding stuff down, killing people. Uh, so agree. so uh uh S C L C which he was a part of that time, they right. you know, he was up in Chicago representing that. So when they put the word out for him to you know, shut it down and come on back home, then that's when he created uh, I, I believe it was pushed then and then he later added The mm-hmm. rainbow coalition to it. Rainbow, so, yeah, push.
1: exactly. Yeah. Okay, Early seventies, early seventies, early seventies. Okay, okay. Yeah. So we all, so all of us should remember, right?
5: No, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we, so. uh, uh,
1: uh, Pastor Cooper, do you remember a little bit? <laughs> uh, no, I, I remember a lot
5: because uh, I was we also a lot. Dallas Cowboy fan, and so uh, okay. I always wanted to know who this afro I call it the afro period of uh Re right. Jackson, and That's uh right. it, when he's very soulful and uh so uh yes. yes, absolutely, plus uh we had a lot of relatives in California and so I have relatives i I've been in this fight for a long time uh yes, sir. my uncle, one of my favorite uncles, was an original uh black panther and oh. uh wow oh yeah, 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 Damn. so he reminds Damn. me. Yeah, he reminds me. That, that's why I have fight in my blood. He reminds me of uh, my uncle, which was Ronnie, and he was an accountant. These folks were uh, – uh, what's what's her name now? It's a doctor with the afro. Was it Davis? What's her, what's her name? Oh, Angela Davis? A- no, Angela and you're
1: talking Davis, about the guy? Yeah. Angela, okay, No, yeah, no, Angela, Angela, Dr. Davis, right. Angela Davis, yeah. Yes. The, that, the that's right.
5: right now. Yes. Yeah, uh, that's she right. was one of the original members along with my that's uncle right. in Los Angeles. And uh yeah. these folks were educated. Uh uh that's right. he was double du- double bachelors, uh, accounting, and um what else was it? Uh, accounting and business, kinda of like yourself, which I didn't know. I'm glad I, I stepped in and listened to some of that call. Uh, Doctor McKellar, your eight years you spent yes, sir. in banking. Uh yes, sir. I looked into that myself. Uh, but it didn't pay as well as the job I ended up <laughs> in. But uh that's holding a story right. another time. But I I do recall that time period. That that was an incredible time period. It was incredible. And
1: I'm going to tell you how I actually – I'm sorry, Dr. Hagman. I'll give it to you in a second. The way I got into banking is that I had – both of my children were three-pounders. And so I was home with my little boy, uh, and so when he got to be age four – uh, I, I I put him in a half day school and so one of my friends said, Why don't you come down to the bank and work? We're looking for a teller, part time teller. Uh you can come down, you like to count money. So come down. And so I went mm-hmm. down and I worked for two weeks and then the president of the bank, Henry Bell Senior, came to me and said, You've done a great job. How would you like a full time position? to become an assistant supervisor in demand deposit accounts, and that's how I ended up taking care of commercial accounts and seeing all this money in Tyler, Texas, mm-hmm. and that's why I really had to leave because there wasn't enough of it in my account. And so <laughs> I, I got to get out of here. I got to get out of here. To make some of this money. That's why I went back to medicine. But anyways, <laughs> go ahead. go ahead. I think it was Dr. Hadman. Yeah. when you trying to say yeah, that? Okay.
4: Yeah, I remember. I, I was born in 1942. And so yes, wow. I remember all I remember see I, those segregated years and all the growth and all these uh names and movements and everything. So that's why I can relate so significantly to what we experiencing today. Because I, I lived yes, it. Sir.
1: Right. So then let me ask this question, Gun. Yeah, please jump. I was just about to bring you in there, uh Miss Tawana. Go right ahead.
7: I um I'm super excited. I'm just sitting here bubbling over because a lot of the talk that's going on because um, from time to time when I get a moment, I like to read. And a lot of the things that have been talked about reminds me of what I've read on about the Black Wall Street. So it yes, puts yes, me in, in, in mind of that, and I'm, I'm super excited about um, even the talk. And um, I heard something about um, Pastor or uh, Reverend Jackson, you know, retiring, and I, I didn't think it was true at the time. But um, I'm, I'm glad to know that there are pastors that are trying to, or other reverends that are trying to take on the, or pick up the torch, you know that, and, and you know follow his footsteps to help the black community. Because if we don't help each other, who's going to help us? Because as Amen. someone said, I, love, help I don't yeah, recall who stated it, but they 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 were talking about um, the black church or the black the black church being more involved in the community and you know, keeping the people a brief as to what's going on in the world because some people don't have the technology that some have, but we have to be their source that they can come to and get the valuable information that they need that is sometimes hidden from the quote unquote minority. Um, Very good. I'm glad that we have someone from every walk of life that's on here tonight to help enlighten, you know, those that are not aware of what's actually going on, but come to a... Um, a safe haven or a place to where they can obtain the knowledge that is necessary, and they're not—we're not left in the dark anymore about what's going on. And um, Dr. Uh, McKellar, I'm super excited about the, the the two ladies in banking. That that that's amazing. Yes. Um, I'm going to—I'm going to share that with you. I, I want in.
1: <laughs> yes, ma'am. There you go. There you go. Ten dollars to get <laughs> in. And, and like I said, we go ahead. Go ahead, Miss Arthur
6: you know, based on what you what she was saying, you know, part of the two, one, one of the other parts of the 2.0 program is to create a trusted meta space where we can come together and share ideas and create. So that's one very we've good. got to go off to it. He is a trusted Excellent. space.
1: Yeah, exactly. Very, very good. Well, as, as Dr. Uh, no, I think it was Pastor Cooper mentioned that uh, the Operation Push started back in, in the 70s. And so so that, which means uh, uh, Dr. Jackson, Jesse Jackson has been around a lot. He's in his 80s. So it's, it's time for him to pass the helm on down to another trusted pastor. We got two trusted pastors on this that's a part of this team. And so let's talk a little bit about uh, Dr. Frederick Haynes. Now, when Dr. Frederick Haynes came to Tyler, Texas, and he spoke at our NAACP uh, banquet, and let me tell you what, he lit us up. And he said to our pastors, uh, just like what uh, Pastor Cooper is doing these are his team. He, he hangs out with Dr. Freddie Haynes. They make things happen uh, in Austin, Texas, or wherever, just like uh, Dr. Odell Carr, making things happen in Arkansas. We need pastors and parishioners uh, alike, because uh, Dr. Hagney already told us, if we want to make things happen in the black community, we have to go to the black church. So it was time. Uh, Jesse Jackson was the protege. Of uh, Dr. Martin Luther King And then so uh, uh, Dr. Frederick Haynes told us That he was the protege of who? Dr. Jesse Jackson Pastor uh, Reverend Jesse Jackson Is that what he said the other day when he was making his speech? And then on yesterday guys, That's what he said And then on yesterday My sorority sister uh, Vice President Kamala Harris Came into Chicago to solidify everything on yesterday. And let me tell you guys, when I was there, I tried really hard to get a ticket to go. I I was going to bypass my event that night, Saturday night at my sorority and go to hear Dr. Freddie Haynes speak at that event. All those tickets were gone, sold out and gone. It was a massive event. Go ahead, uh,
5: Doctor uh, I'm, uh, Pastor Cooper. Go ahead. Comment. No, no, I'm just echoing and man. I mean, it's hard for Pastor. I don't know about Pastor We This is what we do. We Amen and echo. So keep talking. I'm just excited we can hold ourselves. You know, hold, hold my mule because I'm about to reach out. You know? uh, and, and what I'm saying, you know, Brother are talking about, it, and, and, it, and it just sure. makes you move when you sit and feel because we are a part of the movement. Because uh, yes. when we're there to hold the towel, hold the mic, uh, give That's the it. prayer, shake the hand, uh, yes. make the invite, uh, make the uh, things happen locally, and then we come together strategically in Austin and in D.C. And you can't make up history. I love what uh, uh, our first uh, female uh, black uh, vice president uh, I said, mm-hmm. and your sorority sister said, she said she's been working with him for over 20 years. See, nobody's That's ever right. talked about that, and you can't talk about That's that right. on a campaign trail, uh, you know, because right. a lot of people question the blackness sometimes. But when you're yeah, working yeah. with a Dr. Freddie Haynes, you're not quiet because he's the loudest no. mouth in the room. And there you go. Up, stepping up to the pulpit uh, with the right <laughs> shoes on. And the other thing I loved about it is that he said he's not stepping down from
1: his <laughs> church duty. That's right. That's, oh, oh, I didn't expect. He's got 13,000 parishioners. He ain't going to step down from that. And so even though yeah. even though Mr. Arthur and I are not pastors, but we are right there with you guys, wherever you are. Whether
6: it's in Austin, we're right there, too. Go ahead, Mr. Arthur. Go ahead. I said this before, but I just want to remind Dr. and my brother that, remember, you're with that.
1: You got to have the parishioners, right? You got to have <laughs> yes. Of course, Miss Arthur called us, did he call us sinners? Is that what he called us? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We 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 got, as, as as Pastor Cooper said, we're the, we're gonna be the Amen backers when they're standing in the pulpit, right? When they hey, when they're up there with the microphone, we're gonna be back there, Amen, and then we're pushing them oh, along yeah. the way. Because oh, yeah. we have to have let me tell you what, we got to have international human and civil rights. Look look what just happened uh in in, in our Supreme Court the other day. So, yes. if we want to transition, we can tie the Supreme Court right into this discussion that we're having right now with uh, Rainbow Push Coalition, right. Chicago-based. So, which means Fred Haynes is going to be—he's going to be bouncing between Texas and Chicago all the time, right? And all over the nation, really? because it's not not right. just in Chicago. Jesse Jackson was everywhere, right?
2: He's and one. I see him
1: every. We saw him every year in Washington D.C. All the time when we go to the Congressional Black Caucus. When we go to all events, even in Texas, when he's here in Dallas, Texas, and wherever he's here. Let's see whose fraternity brother is he? He's an Omega, right, Mr. Arthur? Oh, Omega. He yeah. always
5: throwing the sign.
1: So he's my husband's fraternity brother. Yeah.
5: He's in good company. Now he, he's he, in good he, temper. <laughs> now he got the alpha. Come on, like that
6: Jesse Jackson is an omega.
1: Yes, he's an omega. That's why Jesse
5: Jackson's no omega. Yes. Well, we know Fred is yes. an alpha. Yeah, yeah we know. Freddy, we uh, we, we, we
1: a, know. We well. know Freddie Haines is our alpha hey. brother. That, that's Mr. Yeah. Arthur's brother, and that's my brother. And let me just put this out there, and he's a bad brother. Just like one is a oh, bad like sister <laughs> He's a bad brother silly. Let me let me go back to tell you how he straightened us out here in Tyler, Texas when he was here to speak at our NAACP convention. He said to the pastors and the preachers, Okay, you're standing in the pulpit on Sunday morning, but your real work starts when you walk out that doorway and walk into the community on Monday morning. So get Amen. ready you gotta get up off your feet and get out there and make sure that the people of color are taken care of just like all the other people in the world or in the oh, nation are
4: taken exactly. care of. Oh, I have to okay. I have to put my my two cents in there.
1: Go right go uh, ahead Dr. Hurt.
4: You know, historically we have to we have forgotten health care. Is 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 amazing and a lot of the programs involved with the healthcare is very seldom mentioned. Uh, I think that that is critical now because what's killing us is death, diseases. And this mm. has been going on ever since we're to a certain extent in the nation. So at some point in time nationally, we're going to have to focus on recognizing the significance of health care has to be part of the discussion. Uh, yes. Because there are things occurring in black health care. In these United States, that's totally unacceptable. You can't explain it. Uh, First of all, they start with prostate cancer,
2: PSAs.
4: You know, it's it's unacceptable in these United States, all this history we're talking about, that a black male still died twice of a white male with prostate cancer. Uh, I asked that question, where is the PSA bill floating in Washington, D.C.? I haven't got an answer to that yet. The other one is uh, when you talk about uh maternal health, it is unacceptable that a black infant that so. three to four times death rate is a white, so that discussion of health care has to be part of all the celebration because it's, mm-hmm. we are dying out there uh, That's and, right. uh and, and so so we got to we got to stop and say there are things that are unacceptable, whoever you are. We can't continue accepting the fact that black males are dying twice and infant, uh, death rates and all those and uh, diabetes mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, heart attacks. Yeah. and They go on and on and on. But when you get into all, in all these major discussions, I hear very little impact on uh, health So health care, I would suggest, in, in the future, must take the leading role because we, we're dying. We made a mistake yeah, 100 yeah. years ago to trust someone else to take care of us. And we see the results mm-hmm. of that, so that that's that's my. I just like to put that in the in the discussion so where we yeah, yeah, go yeah. whatever level whatever we need to we need to start talking about it at a national level how are we not on the national the way down to the rural areas
1: oh, now yeah, sure, uh, uh,
4: uh, do we have
6: uh, because i'm gonna i'm gonna put something together for you now and do it uh, do it up here, but you know we need to teach people how to go to the doctor. We need to teach people how to interact with the medical system as it is currently. Okay. Con- oh yeah, because I'm you know, we, we don't have any knowledge, right? And, and we want and and, and I would, you know and we want to trust our doctors, but we don't understand that the doctors now are not the doctors back then. That like they're hooked up that's to the right. industry mm-hmm. that don't have mm-hmm. interest that heart in us. And a, and, a, and a Medicare Advantage system that takes advantage also. So, uh, you know, so I'd, you know, I'd like to just do more information and, mm-hmm. and you know, that people about the medical system and how to go to the doctor. Correct. That's, that's pretty, I was that's good. We, we, I,
1: I like that. Well, can I just say that? Because we have, remember, we got a nurse on here uh, as our special guest tonight. And so that's one of the things that, can have that education piece can happen in her facility as to have somebody there on location that can say okay when you first of all people don't when they go to the doctor they don't write down the questions that they ask because as Mr. Arthur says the doctors are hooked up to a different uh, and and the, the nurse practitioners, because it's not just physicians that are taking care of the patients; it's also nurse practitioners. So you need to come with your questions. Right? Write them on a piece of paper. Bring your medications with you. A lot of people don't know that Mr. Arthur comes from the medical profession as well. He's been an administrator in the healthcare profession. It is really a, that's a really really great point that he just brought mm-hmm. out there. You Go know, ahead. I mentioned that Go ahead, the Dr. The data center. I mentioned mm-hmm. the data
4: is wrong in America as it relates you to sure health. Did. We want to establish. We're going to establish. Yes. I don't think there is another black data center in America to track what Mr. Arthur just said. And when you take a city like Dallas, when you look at it, is a larger problem. a larger problem in Dallas other than just a position. If you, you if you take Dallas and see where all the health facilities are based and built in Dallas, two percent of the you know ninety percent of the health facilities in Dallas are in the middle, northern part of Dallas. If you That's look right. at the southern part of Dallas where you have the mega churches, you have two facilities down there in that area. So it's the, the Doctors Act that calls the system they end. So we align that. And so we have to get that back. We said earlier, get on the boat. We have to take charge of health care, uh, be on these boards, be on these positions, and make mm-hmm. all the discussions. Mm-hmm. And also in health care, we right. have to take care of ourselves. And, and so, for example, I mentioned that PSA test. So uh, I think I need to know why that's important, why I mentioned that about that. That's a cost factor. One of the two major to, to deterrent from us in healthcare is transportation and cost. If you look at prostate cancer, a PSA test, that test should be free. I think since uh, Warren, she's yeah. working on something else. But that test should be a free. You imagine PSA tests was free in America. Does that mean all the blacks you see on TV, wherever, they can go get a PSA test? Well, you know, your
1: and your insurance should cover uh, those kinds of things. I mean, I, I know somebody has to pay somebody to run the tests, right? And so and mm-hmm. I hear what Dr. Hagney is saying. Our insurances and let me let me tell you another piece that people of color don't deal with in this country and that is the health department. If you there's no yes. reason why anybody should not have health care because if you don't and cannot afford health care, every city, every state in the union have counties that have health care. Smith County has a health care system run by Mm -hmm. Mr. Roberts. So, but guess what? You I've never seen, maybe I've seen one or two black people enter into the health department to get anything, whether it's immunizations for their children if they don't have a doctor. But I see another ethnic group that's there all the time. So there's no reason, it is no reason, that's right, and I heard my... My cohort in the background said that's right. <laughs> All the time. There was no reason. And let me, I'm going to take us back to even uh, uh, Dr. Jackson, Jesse Jackson. Dr. Jesse Jackson focused on, and think about this, what did he, fo- he focused on civil rights and social justice. That social justice includes health care. That's right. Social, That's right. Social system. It, it includes all of that. He was fighting for the greater good of, for decades, service for black people. And he gave six over $6 million in student scholarships for over 4,000 families. You may hear people say, oh, Jesse Jackson, da-da-da, whatever. No, you got to follow what these people have done. We got to stop trying to bring people down. We got to lift people up. Jesse Jackson did no, great no. stuff in this nation, did he not, uh, Pastor Cooper?
2: Absolutely.
1: Ms. Arthur, Doctor, yes, all of us yes. did. Yes. to that. He did yes. great stuff. Go ahead. Great when, stuff. Where we are yeah. We look at the people. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Miss Twana. Go ahead. Go ahead, Miss Twana. No, when, when we when we have the people stop
7: um, making people or placing people on these pedestals that we can tear them down from, especially of okay. people our own, we yeah. see all the negative that they do, but we overlook all the wonderful mm-hmm. things that they do in our community. Amen. And, Amen. And at the end of the day, once um, I'm I'm a firm believer. Um, I, I I I'm horrible with names but um I believe it's the pharmacist Doctor um, uh, Doctor Hagney Dr. Hagney Hagney, okay. I didn't I didn't want to butcher your name. But um he said a, a a mouthful when he stated that the people are not aware of the you know, PSA and all that and that is definitely yes. something that we want to make the people knowledgeable of because we lose right. so many of our black males and yes. I feel like it's a target for our black men, because when you break up a home, if you don't have a male figure there,
2: mm-hmm. you you
7: break the structure of family. And I'm, we're, our what? our 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 um our corporation or our entity is to make sure families are together. And the male Beautiful. is the main piece of the puzzle when it That's comes it. to the family because they're the, they're the backbone of everything. And so once we can start saving our men. The Bible tells us not to be overly spiritual, but the, um, I believe the pastor bagged me when, when I say that our people perish because of a lack of knowledge. And Absolutely. once we running run knowledge... down the streets,
2: yeah, yes. Go
1: ahead. I'm sorry. I'm the a man person back here like that. Uh, uh, That's <laughs> fantastic like because we're talking about. Go
7: ahead. Go ahead. Sister. <laughs> and, and yes, ma'am. And once we start giving the people the knowledge that they need, or or um or, or that they want then they're able to keep the families together. And uh, once we're united, you can't break us up. And that was the problem. People saw that the black community was becoming too strong, so let's kill them off on these diseases. Let's keep them in the dark on how to prevent these things or how to take care of these things. We as a people made the um, the uh, health department look like it was a poor thing when it was put yeah. in place to help any and everybody. But like, you, like, like Dr. McKellar stated, but only one ethnicity or one group of people is actually utilizing it, and they don't care that's what it. anybody. They don't that's care what it. anybody <laughs> thinks about what it what what it's there for. They're getting the benefits that was actually supposed to be in place for our people, but our people have made it look like that's only for poor people. Well, at the end of the day, if they would allow me to go or me to take my children, I would go because at the end of the day, it's there to help us. So that we can be seen. If I lost every ounce of insurance I had right now, or any all my funds, I would go there because it was a yeah. place not just for one group of people, but because I want to live time and not be taken out by a disease that could have been prevented or taken care of if it was caught in enough time.
1: Outstanding, outstanding. That's beautiful. Well, now I know you you driving down uh, Mr. Arthur street because he says the black man is just overlooked all the time, and we cannot function. Just let us, let me right reiterate, now. we got to have, right. we got to have the brother right there beside us <laughs> leading the way. He should be leading the way. And, and right so, and, and, and let me just, right now, I, I want to mention what the, the mayor uh, said uh, the other day in Chicago, Brandon Johnson, you know, the mayor, Brandon Johnson, black mayor, uh, said that, that uh, Jesse Jackson was the architect of the soul of Chicago. He said, we are better city because of Jesse Jackson. So I'm here to say Jesse Jackson did some amazing work for this community. And his protege, which is because he says that Freddie Haynes is also his, he said, he's a brilliant gentleman. Who better uh-huh. to have to run this organization than Dr. Absolutely. Frederick? Haynes third, Go ahead, uh, Dr. Carr, any comments from you? <laughs> I hear you, amen.
3: With regards to Reverend Jackson, I'll say this. I'm 70 years old uh, as of last November, and when I saw him stand at the platform uh, running for president of the United States of America, it made me know that I was someone, and it caused that something in me to make me want to be someone. So my head is off to the brother for all that he has contributed to the black community and to the global society. And that lady who spoke a moment ago was so right. When are we going to come to realize that all human beings are flawed? So let's celebrate the successes Mm -hmm. and let's leave the other to God. After all, the only judge is God Himself. So I'm Amen. proud of what Reverend Jackson has done. I salute Beautiful. him.
1: And guess what? Yep. All of our wings are cl- all of our wings are clipped, right? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> if we, all the wings are all clipped. Of, yes. if, if we call, right. We're all fallible creatures subject yes. to and error. Hey,
6: hey well, you hey, know I wild, love what Got to run right quick. That's why I don't let them put me on no pedestal no more because they keep knocking me off after they get me up there. (laughs) I (laughs) I hear
1: you,
5: brother. I hear you. Keep
1: us us grounded, right? Keep (laughs) us grounded. (laughs) Go ahead, Pastor Cooper. (laughs) Well, it
5: just reminded me of what Roland Martin said one time. Uh, Someone was saying how... Uh, you know, knocking people down off the pedestals, uh, how uh, Reverend Jesse Jackson wasn't relevant when it, his 1984 run for president. Because uh, a yeah. lot of people were, were not in agreement with him, if you go back and study the history in that time period. But what you find out is that at the end of that conversation, he said, without the Reverend Jesse Jackson, there would be no Obama. And that's what mm-hmm. you have to understand, mm-hmm. put it in perspective. Oh. You know, so yes, we sure. need those races, yes, those runs. To to, to uh, make those, do- those moments uh, uh, that says, hey, listen, this is a possibility to have an African American person at the helm at leadership in the United States. Right. Before right, right. that, there, there was no conversation, you know. So uh,
1: beautiful, so, uh, that's beautiful. All. And think and think about this part, uh, Pastor Cooper. All of the families that Jesse Jackson helped to get out of foreclosure. See, we don't we don't hear unless we read about the history of what Jesse Jackson did during jail. Uh, Operation Push, uh, the ones he helped to get out of jail, the ones that he went across the big pond and brought back home. I mean, this guy has done amazing work.
5: Started naming man so, for the automotive yes, uh, minority dealers, including females and uh, Hispanic, which are now taking over okay. that program because they see the okay. benefits of it. And we as African-Americans have to step up and take control of that again. Uh, I'm one that could be a recipient of it, but uh, there are a lot of folks that are not paying attention and because of his age. And so it's time uh, for us to continue, like Dr. Hagen said earlier, to take a a Dr. Freddie Haynes and refocus his attention in these areas, including healthcare.
1: Right. Well, one of of our great um, radio personalities just sent a text message and said, you're right, Pastor Cooper he was just about to send That information out and then you just Brought it through so uh, mm-hmm. so He's uh, sending out, sending a message Back out to us to let us know That he's he's with us he said this is Great stuff we got going on here Tonight so I appreciate Everything and I appreciate all the work That uh, Jesse Jackson has Done and we're looking forward To what we're going to see With uh, with uh, Dr. Frederick Haynes and we just about Know because and this—I didn't know this part about him—that uh, that he grew up in in uh, California, as a matter of fact, and moved to Texas later. But his father was a pastor out there in in California, right? In San Francisco, I yeah. believe, somewhere out there, Correct. Sacramento the area out there. And that he was there until age fourteen, and uh, and he graduated Val Victorian from his class. He is a brilliant young man, brilliant. And then he took that. Uh, uh friendship west and from a how many parishioners he had about what
5: one
1: or less. Okay, one hundred or less, right. Yes. And grew it up to thirteen thousand yes. and got that big massive Correct. church out there on Interstate twenty in yes. Dallas, <laughs> Texas. I mean got
6: the rem- brothers got different, skills, different, right? Got college, skills. Go graduation, ahead. Graduating Bishop College, from
1: players. Graduation that's, college that's right. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's exactly that's right. right. He's got a got got a rich history, rich, rich history. His father, uh, he he learned from his father. He saw what his the fight that his father endured in San Francisco, and Mm -hmm. so he learned from that. And now, look where he is now. Amazing. Well, that's outstanding. I think we have a few more minutes. Let's end, guys, with uh, with what's going on with the young lady, uh, the young lady there in Alabama. Uh, that was going along the freeway and and spotted uh, supposedly a young child walking along the freeway. Miss Rihanna mentioned it last week. Uh, said that we needed to keep track of that and what's going on with that. So what does that look like to you, uh, guys? Let's, I'll go to Mister Arthur quickly first. We have we have about a couple of minutes, Mister Arthur. So you got to make it quickly. What, what are your thoughts on that? And then we'll do a round robin of everybody. Well, what
6: What I don't think we know is that she's. She saw a little baby. She saw a young a young child walking on the road. She and then she stopped to help. She stopped to help. She got kidnapped. So and, and then and then three days later she walked. She walked. She walked up to one of her relative's door and knocked on the door. So she's in hot thoughts. So so we still don't know
5: exactly <laughs> okay. what. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. There's all kind of trickery out there. So what what do you think, uh, Pastor Cooper? Quickly.
5: Well, again, we need to stay tuned, keep our eyes out, and, and listen and, and, and pay attention. And don't yeah. let this story die.
1: There you go. Okay. Uh, Dr. Uh, Odell,
3: car. Reminds me of the Ennis Cosby incident, the flat tire oh, yeah. in the Mercedes-Benz, yeah. and someone oh, wow. comes along in a fur oh, coat. Wow. It just creates a lot of suspicion in my
5: mind. I oh, think wow. we That's have to keep our eyes open. Yeah.
3: Then there's a Michael
5: Jordan's dad, too. Michael so here's the same yeah. thing on the side of the road. There you go. Yes, yes, absolutely.
1: There absolutely. you go. That's it. And, hey, then, and hey, then as so she
6: was so driving, a, oh, so Mr. Baby, Arthur, go ahead. You see a baby walking on the road right now, or are you going to stop him and
1: help him? Well, you, 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 wouldn't you immediately? I mean, even though I like she was blinking, you you could see. I saw it on television early on. She was driving along and blinking lights, and, and then she was calling to say she sees the baby. Uh, she called 911, did she not? To say that there was yes. which was the right thing which was the right thing to do right miss The right mm-hmm. thing to do what, what are your comments yep. mr Tawana? what are you what are your thoughts what do you think
7: i have to agree with everyone else is um definitely one of mm-hmm. those things that we all have to keep our eyes and ears open in regards to this story i uh honestly don't have a, a personal um opinion or thought but i'm definitely not i I've, I've just what i've done is i've raised the awareness in my children to, you know, know. attempt to be helpful, but also make phone calls, no stopping, just be safe. And um, that's all I can say at this point, because only God knows what happened at that time. And and that's really all, because I don't like to give my opinion, especially not knowing all the details
1: sure mm-hmm. sure very good good point yeah. well you know I, i'm glad you mentioned that cuz this is an opportunity for us to educate 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 because what what my main mantra is education is the key so knowledge is power and we got to make sure that all of our kids have education we're going to do finish up with our round robin your last final comments for the evening uh, miss Tawana it has been amazing to have you on if there's any information that you want to put out there in your final comments uh take a, a minute to do so uh and, and and you're always welcome to come back and join us at any time we look forward to having you also to come on our television and radio network on thursday but any final comments from you
7: I'm, I'm just appreciative from all the knowledge that um everyone has to share and pour into me on this evening. I appreciate everyone you know being so accepting of 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 me um on the station on tonight i pray I pray blessings on each and every one of you um I ask that you all do the same for me and my family as we endeavor endeavor to help our community as well as help uh, people around this, this region and this area and any and in any area that our assistance is needed.
1: Thank you so much. Dr. Hadby.
4: Oh, I'd just like to add uh, another educational area, mental health, uh, to the other list of unacceptable, but we just need to, more information about mental health where we stand with that yes. and the education component because that's another area. That we need to really pay attention to, because so it not only affects adults but also affecting our youth. Major problem in the educational system. So I, I like to highlight mental health as another area we need to be more focused. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. Uh, Doctor. Uh, Doctor Carr.
3: I, my my new area of concern now, of course, is the impact that African people have had on world civilization. So I'm hoping that every circle that I travel in, I'll get an opportunity to, to share uh, my experience and knowledge about that so that we can create a better world. There's much out there that is unknown that needs to be known. And folks like mm-hmm. us tonight, uh, I think God's choice should divinely move us through the atmosphere to bring people up to speed in every Beautiful. discipline. Beautiful.
1: Okay. Uh, Mr. Mr. Arthur, and then we'll go to uh, Pastor uh, Cooper.
6: Uh, as everyone knows, I, I write for the North Dallas set. My and my next article next week. The title is uh, "White Privilege: The Longest the Longest Running uh, Affirmative Action Program <laughs> in American." Okay. Wow, that's awesome. Oh, from the perspective,
1: it is. I love it. I love it. Oh, oh awesome. I love it. And, and unfortunately, we didn't get a chance to talk about – I'm sorry, Mr. Arthur, but we didn't get a chance to talk about Clarence Thomas and ethics and the Supreme Court, so we've got to talk about that next week. But go ahead, Mr. Arthur, finish us. up.
6: Anyway, but I'm telling it from the perspective of uh, Frederick Douglass' Jan- July 5th speech, uh, you know, the, you know, why should I celebrate the 4th of July? Okay. And of I, okay. Of course, I call it the 4th of July, but anyway – <laughs> <laughs>
1: this author is too much, let me tell you. It's too much. <laughs> okay. Pastor Cooper, yeah, final comment. Pastor. All right.
5: Well, <laughs> I want to end you... out tonight with uh, a challenge to all the pastors in Texas. Uh, we need to be the leading uh, voice behind Dr. Freddie Haynes. Uh, he, he is uh, welcome in all arenas. He was a, a keynote speaker uh, introduction. I think uh, did the prayer or something at the Democratic Convention. Uh, he's That's no right. stranger to politics, controversy. He had patriots at his church, and we were there alongside of him, uh, letting know we had his back, and they literally went away because they realized they were dealing with a force to be reckoned with. Uh, and I mean, so he was attacked on his church community property. Uh, so right. uh, he, he's no stranger to controversy. He doesn't back down. Uh so we got a young man that's listening right now. We're going to bring him back in that night because I didn't realize we had so many guests tonight. But uh, Pastor Tori uh and I, 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 I know he has a spiritual mm-hmm. fire, but I mm-hmm. think he was with uh, Mighty Clouds, Joe. I'm not sure he can correct me later on when he comes back as a guest. And Dr. McKelly, you Excellent. tell me what's a good night for that. Uh, oh, but anyway, any, we need any young. Night,
1: any night is a good night. Did you, did you bring oh, okay, great, him whenever great.
5: you
2: want
5: it. We'll bring him. All, all, for all night's a good night. night. One of the reasons why we ended up in Austin, Texas, uh, he's a media guy, he's a sound guy, uh, he's my ear, he's all those things. So we need people like that to join the Rainbow Push Coalition here in Texas so we can have a sounding voice and be unified. Yes, sir.
1: Very good. That's perfect. Yes. By all means, we have to get on board. There are so many things going on right now from, from the striking. We, we haven't spoken much about that, but the strikes that's going on when I was out in California on last weekend and we saw the writer strike, the, um, the hospitality service strike in my hotel, which I had an amazing hotel. However, the service was, was a little slow, a little poor simply because the people were out there on the picket lines. And so they had a new group of people that's in there. But the UPS, uh, all of, all of those people, uh, it's not, I mean, all we hear, we hear a lot about the writer strike, right? But we don't hear about all these other people no, who yeah. are actually parts of it. We have, we have, uh, Educators in that strike in California Because because remember uh, there's a large Union of teachers And educators in California A large uh, union Of nurses in California And so sometimes they go out In support of each other right And so let me make mention that uh, Our one and only Mr. Claude Cummings Was elected as the President of the CWA That's all Of the unions In America. He is the big cheese over all the unions. So let's give that a round of applause. Isn't that amazing? One of our own right out of Texas. Amen. He got over 13. That tells you how well known Claude Cummings is. And I'm I'm going to say to you guys, I, I salute him because when I was running for Congress, he sent money to me to run for Congress, uh, from the union money because they, so they endorsed me. So he has been a powerhouse in the state of Texas and obviously the United States of America because he won out over others from other parts of the country. The great state of Texas. We, we say, they say, what do they say about us? We're a country of our own. Don't mess with Texas. <laughs> Don't mess with <laughs> Texas is what they say <laughs> and so, Hey, hey, Go ahead, Mr. Warner. What was that? I oh Ms. never speaking. Go ahead.
6: So and told him about two so he wanna know more about it. So he I'm sure he would be willing to work with us. So.
1: Very good, very good. Well it's gonna be it's gonna be great to have uh Mr. Claude Cummins leading uh the union uh, down here uh, from us. We all know him very well. Uh maybe uh maybe Dr. Carr, you may not know him, but us Texans uh, know knows who he is and the great work that he has done uh, in Houston and Austin and all over Texas as far as uh, unions are concerned and in support of Very candidates good. and helping helping to get good candidates elected uh, to uh, to public office. He's good at that. He's always said, when you get ready to run for whatever you th- your next move is going to be, just let me know. And so uh, I say it, 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 nothing but a word. I will definitely <laughs> let you know. <laughs> okay, well, I'll excellent, definitely excellent. let you know, and we'll go from from that point on. Well, this this has been an amazing, amazing show. I appreciate, it. and I'm like Mister One. I've, I learned so much from these guys. We have a a group of brilliant gentlemen uh, on the show here. Miss Tawana, you didn't meet the other. There there is another cohort. I have somebody that back me up. If the guys attack me, I have somebody to stand up and take care of me. And her her name, her name is Miss Rihanna. She wasn't on with us today. She's out of Kentucky, and I'm really just teasing. But I just wanted to let you know we have another female, and then we have these brilliant gentlemen. So it is so much knowledge and information that's disseminated out here on this network. We're just very, very pleased about it. Well, that's all I have for tonight. So we'll pick up from where we started, where we left off. We'll pick up next time because we still have some information that needs to be talked about, in particular what the Supreme Court is doing and if we are going to allow them to just do whatever. Obviously, we are because they say they have no ethical rules. And every time mm-hmm. I think about uh, uh, Clarence Thomas and and what he has been involved in, and I'll tell you this quickly: uh, Harlan Crow is his good friend, and Tremble Crow is the father to Harlan Crow. And if you go all mm-hmm. over Dallas, Texas, you're going to see Tremble Crow and the Crow name everywhere. And actually, one of the Family members, a newborn baby uh, was one of my patients in the few years back who we lost that baby but um but yeah, so anyways we'll go from there i'm going to turn it over to Miss Rihanna. I look forward to getting right back here next Monday on Marvelous Monday. Please listen to us at any given time we're going to have those two banking women that I talked about tonight we're going to have them on next Monday night as our special guest. so tune in, well. and now we turn it over well. to miss P- miss uh, Miss Rihanna for our final for the evening and listen to our it carries us out. Thank you for all of those that have been listening. Have a great rest of the week. We'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. Miss Rihanna. Good night, good night. Good night,
4: everybody. Good
1: night all. Good night everybody. Good night.
0: Good night. Good night. It It will be When the war is won, we will be sure, we will be sure. Oh, glory,
2: glory, glory,
0: glory. Hands to the heavens, no man, no weapon. Formed against, yes, glory is destined. Everyday women and men become legends. Sins that go against our skin become blessings. The movement is a rhythm to us. Freedom is like religion to us. Justice is just a position in us. Justice for all just ain't specific enough. One son died, his spirit is revisiting us. True and living, living in us. Resistance is us. with no worries